1: What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Ram Showcase. Tonight, Aaron Donald is the subject of negative headlines for the first time in his career. Plus, mock drafts are in. Which ones actually make sense? And later, the Rams weren't the only team in on Matthew Stafford. We'll talk about it next on Ram Showcase. Welcome to Ram Showcase. On Sports War Radio, what's going on, Ray's fans? Welcome back to Ram Showcase, right here on Sports War Radio. I'm your host, Joe Brandon, but you can, and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags, and I am laying down the law for you guys tonight. A lot of stuff to get into. Some some news that's not as dope as we normally cover here. It's unfortunate. We'll talk about Aaron Donald, of course, and then we are talking mock drafts. We've got some uh, some of the bigger name mock drafts that we'll talk about today. I'm going to give you guys my quick mock draft, which is actually just a position mock draft because I'm terrible at the real ones like everybody else, so (laughs) we got the position one for you. Joe Stradamus returns, Jeff Fisher's back into coaching, and uh, yeah, I talked about the Rams were not the only team in on Matthew Stafford, so we'll talk about that as well. So pretty loaded show for you guys, and then of course, Fan is here on the back end but I think ultimately, guys, uh, there's no, there's no way I can get around this one. We have to talk about Aaron Donald, too. All right, so Aaron Donald today, it was uh, released that over the weekend had an issue. Uh, I actually don't know exactly where this was at, but uh, did have an issue um, with a gentleman, and reports are saying that uh, charges of assault are going to be placed or uh, being filed. I think actually the last report that I, I saw said that the, the reports are being filed uh, for assault uh, against Aaron Donald. So that's unfortunate news uh, that, that that has come out. And the, the story is it, it's very difficult to track this story because there's a lot of reports coming out and a lot of those reports actually contradict each other. So uh to, to let you guys know uh well, well first we'll start with this uh, the rams did release a statement the official team did release a statement on this it's not really anything super noteworthy though but the statement is just this it is we are aware of the reports regarding aaron donald we are collecting more information and we'll have no further comment at this time that's exactly what you would expect in a situation like this. Uh, I need to kind of echo that just a little bit on my on, for myself. Uh, being a Rams podcaster does not mean that I have you know Aaron Donald's personal cell phone number and that we've been in communication about this. So it's unfortunate that that, that this is happening. Uh, if if this is something that's going to impact him long term, we'll kind of see how that unfolds. But. As far as these reports go, I don't have enough information to form a, like a legitimate opinion just quite yet. So uh, obviously, this is not something that we want to see happening for any of our, our favorite teams' players. So we don't want to see any LA Rams players in 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 headlines that are negative like this. That, that's not what we want at all. You know, and, and for that to be a guy like Aaron Donald who has had zero issues in his entire career. Uh, you know, that's that's something that I think I, I think that uh, some of us I know myself is, is included. It's like he didn't do that. You know, what I mean? so I don't actually know, though. So we'll see what happens uh, as far as these these reports go. But like right now, I, I want to keep my own personal opinion very limited uh, based on. The, the lack of information that we do have available, we've seen multiple different reports come out, different articles and everything. Some of them kind of contradict each other. So to give you guys the basic story, as far as I understand it, is that there was uh, a gentleman at, at, I believe, a nightclub si- a situation, and there there's some reports that say that he just accidentally bumped into Aaron Donald, and then Donald just, like, lost it on him, and a bunch of people, like, jumped this guy, basically— that i mean hey that's one of the reports I, i'm not going to say it's not true i wasn't there i didn't i didn't see what happened but there's also a report saying that uh that this gentleman had been kind of harassing donald for for a while for a couple hours leading up and you know cuz was, was making some comments and and grabbing some things of donald stuff like that some things i guess on the table or something that I I don't know how true that is either. And then eventually, yeah, I guess uh, the, that report said that eventually, it just got, I mean, the, the comments and stuff got a little too much, and and, and guy wouldn't stop. So it's unfortunate that uh, this is something that we do have to talk about. But right now, like I said, uh, not all the reports are adding up, and reports are contradicting each other. So I would say for anybody, whatever side you're on, whether you're super back in Aaron Donald or whether you're like Aaron Donald, he what what have you done? You know, get out of here whatever side you 're on because I have seen both sides already from Ram's fans is i 'm just going to let you know just just maybe take pump the brakes just a little bit all right let 's wait until the the whole story comes out because there are a couple of uh, of issues that I have with this story already that 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 are not necessarily adding up to, to, to me myself and, and to let you guys know what that is 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 the fact that uh, there's there 's reports of him being jumped so by multiple people, but aaron donald 's the only one being targeted so that would tell me money grab, but hey, I'm not here to say that that's exactly what it is. I have no idea what happened. Again, I have no idea what happened. I was not there. I'm waiting for more information to come out. But in that respect, that's what it would kind of sound like to me. Um, but also, uh, the the report saying that he just like, bumped into Aaron Donald and Donald kind of like lost it on him and went after him. That I, I, I don't know. Aaron Donald personally, I've never hung out with him. But based on the information that 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 we have as Rams fans, we've seen this guy back all the way to St. Louis. Uh, that we've seen him, you know, interact with with the, you know the press, anything like that. That seems a little bit weird to me. It doesn't really seem it, that would seem out of character. Uh, for Aaron Donald. So again, guys, I'm waiting for more information to come out about this as it goes on. This is something that we'll kind of be tracking, but this is not going to be something that I want to cover too heavy. Uh, as far as Ram Showcase goes, I know that we are a Ram show and we and we like to cover Rams players and staff and everything like that. Uh, we try to keep it as football related as possible. And I know that that this is something that we can't ignore. We can't just blow it off and and just pretend like it didn't happen. Uh, but but we will try to keep things as as football related as possible. So uh, especially as far as this situation goes as well, I, I'm in no place to have an opinion about this. I, I, it doesn't include me. It doesn't involve me. I'm not you know going to go testify or anything like that. It has nothing to do with me myself personally. Uh, so I'll, so I'll kind of remove myself in that respect. But as far as this goes, I will always try to relate it to why to how it will impact the actual Rams on the field. And for this uh, right now, I would say that, that, that the impact that, that we could be looking at would be as far as a possible suspension, although I do not expect that to happen with what we've seen in the league before with other players. Uh, I would say a suspension is unlikely, uh, also considering Aaron Donald's history or, or lack of history as far as any kind of off-field issues go. So this is something we will be keeping an eye on, but... Uh, We want to keep it as as football-related as possible, and I know that he is a football player, so it will always be semi-football-related, but we like to talk about the impacts on the field as much as we possibly can. Let's talk about some other news real fast before we get into these mock drafts. Let's talk about, uh, we'll go with, we'll go with Jeff Fisher. All right, so Jeff Fisher is back into coaching. This is actually the first time that he's been back, that he's going to be coaching again or involved in, in, in coaching since the Rams fired him, which is actually something we were able to watch on All or Nothing on HBO, which was really exciting. Uh, for for uh, multiple reasons, I'll be honest with you guys. All right, so I was not sad to see Jeff Fisher be fired. I didn't want him in the first place. I was really upset. I w- I was one of those. I was one of those where the when the Rams hired him in St. Louis, I was like, this is just to get us through a reload, right? Like the, this is he's seen a relocation. Like that's that's what this is, right? And then he didn't even make it the full first year back in L.A. So uh, I don't know if I'm actually right, but that bit of information kind of defends that of like, like we were, I mean, we're not playing super well. I know we started three and one that season, uh, but then just fell off a cliff and in only won one other game the rest of that year. And that was a nine to six win over the Jets. So I don't know, but either way, Jeff Fisher, he is back coaching and uh, he will actually be with, tennessee state university coaching under eddie george who he coached with the tennessee titans so i think that's really cool actually that's kind of a, uh, a an interesting way that that unfolds you know like i actually this this prompted me to go back and watch like re-watch the highlights of of that super bowl against the titans where it was kind of just interesting it was like man like like th- this guy is coaching under this guy now and like and of course mcnair that's always going to be one of those stories too it's like oh man you know kind of a bummer but Either way Jeff Fisher is uh he's actually going to be serving as an advisor. So he doesn't necessarily he's not going to be like a defensive coordinator. Actually the defensive coordinator is his son Brandon Fisher. who used to be a Rams coach as well. He's the one that you can see on the Music City Miracle when uh you guys know the play. Lorenzo Neal tosses it to to Dude and you know that's that's what sends them to the Super Bowl to play against the Rams eventually. And so Uh, In that, though, you can see somebody like he's like wearing a beanie and he's like jumping up and down on the sidelines. He's running down the field and he's going crazy. He's way out of where he needed to be. And in fact, he could have been fined for where he was at. Uh, But that's uh, that's Brandon Fisher. So that's like the one thing that I always remember Brandon Fisher for. But he will serve as the defensive coordinator. Jeff Fisher, though, back into coaching after years away was fired back. uh, What Was it the 2016 season? It was going into week 15. And yeah, that was, he he was fired, and um, the rest is history. Now we got Sean McVay, and things are things are going okay. I think things are going all right as far as the uh, the Sean McVay transition goes. It's still uh, it's still working out. All right, let's take a look at these mock drafts. All right, so mock drafts are something that I hate. I'll just be honest with you guys. I don't like mock drafts. I think they're pointless. I think they're time wasters. Uh, but you know what? They they give us a little bit of insight. Uh, they give us insight onto a couple of different things because uh, there's some names, especially when you get... I, we only have one really big name here. Uh, we, I tried to go with more more... I don't want to say lesser known. I don't want to like bash anybody, but to, but like lower level guys sometimes, and and seeing what they think. Because what what is interesting about mock drafts, and especially when you get guys like uh uh what I'm uh, Schrager, Peter Schrager uh, from NFL Network. I what he does is he talks to teams. He talks to teams, and 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 he'll put out a mock draft, and then he'll get calls and stuff from from teams or. Or from from agents and, say, and be like, hey, you're way off on this one, man. That's not that's not that's not happening. And then he'll kind of adjust his 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 uh, mock draft. So uh, as as a person who hates mock drafts, mock drafts are actually becoming a thing that can be very useful, uh, depending on the person that you're getting that information from. Daniel Jeremiah is a very good one. Peter Schrager's a very good one. There are those names. Uh, I will say, I'll I'll go ahead and blast it out there that I don't think Todd McShay and Mel Kiper. Are strong as strong as follows as far as this situation goes. It, well, and that's like what they do, so <laughs> that's unfortunate. But I, I do think that, that the Daniel Jeremiah and the Peter Schrager are the, the stronger ones to follow. But uh, what it's just interesting how it gives us insight onto what they believe like they're hearing things from scouts, they're hearing things from agents, they're hearing things from teams and that's how they make their mock drafts and that can be a very valuable thing unfortunately for the fans of the la rams like myself and probably you as well is that the rams don't pick in the first round like ever all right so the the most recent first round pick for the rams was jared goff back in the 2016 uh, season the first first pick back in la uh, for the rams and then don't have another one for a few more years so we'll see what happens as far as 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 moving and shaking but I I don't expect a first round pick mainly because in the time that the Rams have not had a first round pick they're going to the playoffs 75 percent of the time that one season they did miss it was uh they were the first team out and still were above 500 so uh we're looking okay there let's take a look at these mock drafts though all right so we'll first open it by letting you guys know that according the general consensus is that the Rams do need a center the Rams do need cornerbacks and linebackers. That's, that's like the general consensus. I've also seen wide receiver be floated in there a lot. I tend to disagree with that one with Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Deshaun Jackson, and Van Jefferson. I'm not going to put that as a high need. I think that those four are guys that you can roll with basically the entire season. And then you only get like the Natsons and stuff like that every once in a while. So I don't think that wide receiver is that really big of a need for, for the LA Rams like some others. So let's take a look. We'll start with Todd McShay from ESPN. His pick for the Rams is linebacker Chaz Surratt out of North Carolina. So my notes on him, uh, and and to let you guys know, I do watch a little bit of film here and there, uh, especially if it's a name-specific guy that I can go go seek out and kind of check out his stuff. Not highlights. That's not the way to do it. You want to see just, like, games from a person. So if you type in, like, Chaz Surratt, versus whatever, then I'm sure it'll give you options on YouTube, and then you can watch them that way, so you can also see the negative plays, we don't want just highlights, we don't want them just blowing up blockers, and lighting people up, recovering fumble scoring touchdowns and stuff, we also want to see what is he bad at, what does he need to improve at, so these are my notes on uh, these gentlemen as well, so good speed and instincts, feels like he could be a day one starter, or take over that role at some point during the season, opposite of Leonard Floyd. And the reason that I say that really is because we don't know what Obinaya Okoronkwo is going to look like. We don't know what Terrell Lewis is going to look like. So Sarayak coming in, uh, he, he could be a guy that could, that could kind of fill in in that, in that role and, and start rushing passers opposite of Leonard Floyd. Next up, we'll go to Luke Easterling's pick from the draft wire. He has the Rams taking offensive tackle James Hudson out of Cincinnati. Solid pick for the future. That would if, if this was for the future, that would make sense. This pick would, would, uh, it would have little to no impact on the 2021 season. That's why I don't think that this really happens. Uh, I don't think he would really get any playing time behind Andrew Whitworth, Rob Havenstein, Joseph Noteboom, Bobby Evans on day one. I just don't see it happening. I think this would be a depth move. And for that reason, I think this is unlikely. I don't think that Hudson would be the pick for the Rams at 57. These are all 57 overall, by the way. Uh, they just the first pick for the Rams. Next one here comes from Ryan Wilson of CBS Sports. He has the Rams taking Aaron Banks, a guard out of Notre Dame. Another unlikely uh, or uh, uh, another likely 2021 backup pick. If, if this were to be the, the selection, uh, the Rams already have uh, other spots that they could address this year over offensive line, in my opinion. Uh, as a, even at the center position, I think that the Rams do have some the ability to make moves there. If they don't like Coleman Shelton and they don't like Brian Allen, uh, Austin Corbett is a guy that you can you can squeeze over there. Now with the departure of Austin Blythe, who is now a Kansas City Chief, but this pick in particular, I think that this would be another pick of the future kind of thing—a depth pick, a guy that you would have around for a few years and watch him develop on the bench, and then possibly see at some point uh, getting him actually into the to the rotation. Uh, but I would see see this as a very unlikely pick as well for the LA Rams specifically. Next one here from the Draft Network uh, is Dre Harris's selection, offensive lineman Landon Dickerson out of Bama. So actually, this one's an interesting one. He transferred from FSU, went went to Bama, played actually really well. So of the offensive linemen I've already named, Dickerson does feel the most prepared to actually overtake someone on the offensive line this season and actually maybe start. So if if maybe if Austin Corbett goes to center, Dickerson slides in at guard. That would make total sense to me. Uh, this also, I mean, this pick does make. make Make a lot of sense i'm just not really convinced that he's still there at 57 i think that landon dickerson is is off the board at this time so for that reason i i mean i i would be surprised at this one but if he is on the board that would not surprise me to see the the la rams uh take a swing at him next one here from the draft network as well brentley weissman has the rams taking linebacker uh, Jamin Brown I'm hoping I'm saying that right I do apologize if I am not I am also not convinced that this gentleman will be here at the number 57 pick there's there's reports saying that he's you know he's squeezing his way into a late first kind of pick so 57 we may be way out of the ballpark on this one he did have a strong day and that is really capturing some attention that's what got the conversations really started on on Davis uh, at the linebacker spot there so uh, seeing this I don't see this as a super big possibility. But this is the same uh, mock drafter that also has the Rams taking a tight end at 103 and I think that's extremely unlikely. Uh I mean obviously it always depends on the player. You don't you don't only just draft for position, but uh, a tight end at 103, I think that the Rams would be I don't want to say wasting a pick because again it uh, it does depend on the player, but uh, at this at this spot uh with some of the guys that the Rams have You know, I don't know. I I just don't see a tight end. So uh, that kind of just plays into the fact that I don't think think Davis will be there at 57, but I also don't see the Rams taking a tight end at all in this draft, uh, especially just uh, their third pick, which is at 103. This last one here comes from Vincent Frank from Sportsnot. He has the Rams taking wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown out of USC, so wouldn't have to move far. Frank calls St. Brown a need for the Rams at wide receiver, which is... Uh, which is something I already said I disagree with. I'm not convinced that the Rams do need a wide receiver that that it's a need that that's the wording that I guess that's that's tripping me up is is uh, the team needs. The team doesn't need a wide receiver when you have Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, da- Deshaun Jackson, and Van Jefferson on the roster. I don't think you need a wide receiver. Like, it's not like if the Rams don't get a wide receiver and address that position specifically in the draft. It's like, oh, well, it sounds like they're going to the playoffs. They're not Super Bowl bound because they didn't get a wide receiver. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, to me, that's kind of what need is, is it if you don't get this position addressed, Your team's not very good. You have a hole in your team, and that's not how the Rams are at the wide receiver spot. I just named those four a couple of times. (laughs) Even if you just take those top three, Woods, Cup, and Jackson, because, I mean, Jefferson, in fairness, is still unproven. We don't actually know what he brings to the table at full capacity, so uh, for that reason, I'm not saying neat. His skill set, though, does seem to fit with what the Rams want to do, but I would hardly classify wide receiver is a need, and to go with the first pick at wide receiver, that would actually surprise me. i know it's fifty seven and at that point you're kind of at mercy to what what the fifty six picks before you were and who you wanted. you know so you i mean you have to have like what i mean Rams are probably entering this pick or entering the draft with sixty guys that they want us that they want at fifty seven and then they're gonna pick from the guys there or. I mean, obviously, the list it's not gonna be that big you're not gonna there's not sixty guys that you're like if he's there, we want him you know either way, unless Trevor Lawrence falls to fifty seven then what do you do? <laughs> all right, let's go into my own personal mock here and uh this this does address some some of the needs that that we've already talked about, and also there's one luxury pick in here you guys will get that as well, so uh Nothing too wild here. Uh, these are just my positional my positional mock, and actually, this is this is an idea I got actually from the comment section of a video, uh, probably like a month and a half ago or something like that. Somebody had commented and asked if I could do a position mock. So this is actually for you. I don't remember who you were, uh, but this is telling you also. I do read the comments. I do see what you guys are saying. Sometimes I don't reply. I'm a terrible replier. If you guys if you guys know anybody who, who like has my number and like tries to message me or anything like that, I'm awful at responding to people. I'm trying to get better. We're working on it. Uh, but either way, I do read your comments, and this is this is stolen straight from the comments. So thank you to whoever uh, whoever suggested that I do a position mock because I hate mock drafts. With <laughs> either way, all right. So at 57, I have the Rams going with the linebacker position. This is a pretty strong linebacker class, especially when you're looking at this gap, so that 57 gap, where we're in the second round, the second second to fourth round linebacker spots actually look pretty good there there could be a a decent chunk of linebackers picked in that realm right there next at 88 i have the rams going offensive line potentially center i think that is something that the rams do address at a decent time uh in the draft early enough 88 makes total sense to me next up i have the rams at 103 going with a cornerback and the reason that I think the Rams do take a corner in this draft decently high. One o one oh three is not super high, but it's high enough that I I think that the Rams could address that there because, you know, with Jalen Rams and Darius Williams, the depth does fall off after that. Like we still don't actually know what David Long brings to the table, you know, so and he's he's kind of penciled in right now as C B three for that slot spot. So uh, I'm not completely sold on him yet, just because we really haven't seen him. So I don't think that that's that shouldn't blow anybody's mind saying that I I don't know about David Long yet because who does? I mean the coaches they see him way way more than we do. Uh, one oh one forty one. I do have the Rams going wide receiver at this spot. I think that this is this is the spot here where I think that schematically there will probably be people that we really like that we think will fit in really well with us and that's where I think that that gets addressed 209 I do have the Rams going back to the offensive line I think this is something somewhere that the Rams are going to want some depth at uh, and also to kind of be able to evaluate for the future so I mean Havenstein is one of the one of the last remaining St. Louis Rams he is a little expensive so I do think the Rams could move on from him at some point Whitworth I mean at some point he's got to retire right I mean He's like eighty five now, so uh, he's got a he's he's getting real close, and this will probably probably be his last year. And now that we bumped up the games per year, that's just going to be more wear and tear on his on his old body. <laughs> so, uh, for that reason, I think that the Rams do do bring in some depth uh, to to be able to evaluate those guys. The loss of Aaron Cromer it does hurt there as well. So I think that numbers are going to be a benefit to the Rams uh, this offseason, especially when the evaluations come in. And at 252, the Rams going back to the linebacker spot. But honestly, it's 252. This is like a candidate to be cut. All right. I I, I think that that's totally reasonable. We'll get into a quick Joe Stradamus. And then on the other side, we will talk, uh, we'll just quickly about Stafford and then uh, fan quesos. We, we all spoiler alert they're mostly about Aaron Donald guys <laughs> just so if you guys are all full up on your Aaron Donald content then uh maybe you don't need the quesos. but if you guys want to hear about some I, I don't know if I'll really get into opinions I don't necessarily have any right now but you have some more questions about Aaron Donald we'll get into that after this as well but my quick Joe Stradamus one is based on my positional picks here is that I don't? I think that the Rams end up with more like eight picks. I think that the Rams do some some trading back, a little a little moving, a little shaking, and I think that that one of their first two picks is actually one that they drop out of. So fifty-seven or eighty-eight is where I have the Rams dropping out of. Uh, there's very strong value to be had in late rounds. In late rounds, and especially the Rams specifically, I know we did lose Brad Holmes, now GM of the Detroit Lions, was formerly the director of college scouting for the Rams and was with the Rams since 2003. So, you know, that hurts, and and he was a very talented mind. That's why he got the job as a GM uh, in the NFL. There's only 32 of those jobs in the whole universe, and he's got one of them. That shows you something. That guy's... Uh, He knows what he's doing. So, uh, but just these are just some names. These are four and on of some guys who have been impactful uh, since. uh, You know, these are. I mean, we don't go back that far. I mean, what is this? 2017. So, uh, yeah. So I mean, we don't go back too crazy or 2016 maybe. But uh, these are like fourth fourth round and on of guys who have actually been pretty strong contributors for the Rams, maybe not like superstars or anything, but the the list is Josh Reynolds, Samson Abukam, Micah Kaiser, Obanaya Okoronkwo, Sebastian Joseph Day, David Edwards, Bryson Hopkins, and Jordan Fuller. Those are all guys who have been late round picks very recently, like since the return to LA. These are like late round fourth and on guys who have Had an impact. So I I don't think that moving out of 57 or 88 would hinder this team at all. I think that this team is very strong as far as the drafting goes. And that's one of the reasons why we've had strong classes, sans a one over, or like a first round pick. So I think it's beneficial to us. All right. On the other side of this, we got Fan Quesos. Don't go anywhere. And welcome back in. So my quick note here on uh, Matthew Stafford, by the way, guys, is the fact that uh, I just wanted to revisit this again because I I know not every Rams fan was thrilled about what the Rams gave up. Jared Goff and two ones for Matthew Stafford. And I realized that not everybody loved that. I didn't hate it because and I like I like Goff, but I think Stafford's a better player. By how much, I don't know. We will find out this season, but I wanted it known that there were other teams in on Matthew Stafford. We know for a fact the Carolina Panthers and Denver Broncos, we know those for sure. The Denver Broncos actually offered the ninth overall pick. We don't know what exactly, at least I didn't hear, exactly what the Carolina Panthers offered as far as their their you know top ten selection. But we do know that nine overall was offered by the Denver Broncos. Of course, that's not what happened. And the Rams didn't give up a one this year. So Detroit basically said like, oh, your top 10 pick this year. Nah, we'll take picks in the 20s from the Rams over the next two years. So I don't know what the mindset was there. I don't think those picks are going to be super high. I doubt that they're up to nine at any point. So for that reason, it surprises me just a touch that maybe they wouldn't take that. But at the same time. This also explains why that price got driven up a little bit. Uh, You don't just send Goff in two ones. Like, this is not what happened, okay? It's not that Les Snead called Brad Holmes, and you know Brad answers the phone. He's like, hey, what's up, Les? What's going on, man? And Les is like, Goff in two ones. And he's like, uh, yeah, okay. That's probably not what happened, guys, okay? We probably had to bid that up a little bit. It probably started with just Goff in like a three, something like that, and then... And it's like, well, hey, I mean, Denver's offering a one. It's like, all right, we'll give you two ones. I know that there's this nine, but we'll give you two of them. And like, okay, fine. I'm sure that's somewhat how it went. That's probably exactly how it went, guys. Exactly. Verbatim. Verbatim. All right, let's get into our fan casos here. Uh, These first couple here come from David, and then we got a billion on Aaron Donald, which I'm not thrilled about, but we'll answer them, okay? And yes, we'll get them. We'll get them. We'll, We'll be good. We'll be good. All right. So this one here, oh, what am I doing? All right, so this is the uh, first couple here from uh, from David. First one here is, Would you rather have a prime Todd Gurley back on our squad with Stafford and everyone else on the offense or Corey Littleton, Mark Barron, and John Johnson back on our squad? Dude, that's not even hard. Uh, give me Littleton, give me Barron, give me Johnson back. Gurley, I mean, every single NFL team has two running backs who can handle the load running backs are everywhere that's why they're not getting paid because they're everywhere the, it, you have to be very special as a running back to get a big payday these days I mean we did it with Todd Gurley and he fell off like immediately like his his knee he, he got paid his knee just quit he, like it was just done and so I think that's an easy one give me Littleton give me Barron Give me Johnson back. That improves the defense a lot in my mind. You know, especially those linebackers. Johnson's gonna hurt. That's just um. That's that's all it is. is it's gonna hurt and uh, uh having a running back. I mean Cam Akers today is doing fine. Um, it, it, compared to a prime Todd Gurley, which I'll give you is better. I, I would still take the defenders over that. Next one here from David. Would you rather win three Super Bowls in the next six years, or have a two and fifteen record for the ne- for twenty five years straight and then win six Super Bowls after that twenty five years? I'm not saying you will leave the Rams fan base because we are the true Rams fans. That is absolutely true. And uh, I, this is the worst answer ever. I will still answer your question, but my real answer is I don't care because winning is way more fun. But it's not a deal breaker for me. I'm still going to be a Rams fan. You know, 215 for the next 25 years. I'll still be sitting here doing Rams showcase, talking about how cool this team is, rocking my my Sheriff Joe bags, jerseys and stuff. That's that's, that's just what's going to happen. But if I had the option, (laughs) if I had the option and there's nothing after this of like that we'll win three Super Bowls in the next six years and then not win more than six games for the next 15 or whatever. That's not in here. So obviously, I'm going three Super Bowls next six years. Like, give me that all day. I don't need, I don't need six straight. Just give me three. Just three Super Bowls. That's all. <laughs> and I mean, who knows if that's, um, because, uh, your information here also doesn't tell me if uh, the Rams are getting to the Super Bowl. So if we played in, say, six straight but won three, I'd take that as well all day. All of the day. Let's see here. Let's get to our other fan casos. Like I said, most of these are about Aaron Donald. So um, we, because we already talked about it, we won't get too crazy into these. But uh, first one here from Cody. Tell us as, as much about the Aaron Donald situation as you know. About the Aaron Donald situation, the, the most that I know that I can say is 100% fact is that there is a gentleman that has uh, filed assault charges on Rams defensive lineman Aaron Donald. That's all the information I have. Uh, I'm I'm confused as to why we have not seen news about an arrest. I am confused as to why other people are not being included in those charges. I am confused at what actually started this situation to lead to said gentleman being assaulted. I don't know. Um, those That is what I will say, though, and that is the facts that uh, there are being assault charges filed on Aaron Donne. That's the facts that we know. Next one here from Cody. What do you think his potential suspension could look like? I actually don't anticipate a suspension from this. Um, There's a couple of reasons why. And whether or not it's right or wrong, uh, his history or lack of history uh, for off the field incidents or issues at all, that does play into this. I mean, he's been in the league for a long time, three-time defensive player of the year, and has not ever had any issues off the field not even close, like not even where it's like, oh, Aaron Donald was pulled over for speeding or like, we don't hear anything from Aaron Donald. All we ever see from him is him working out. (laughs) That's like all he's doing ever. So uh, that does play in. And also, if you look at historically, uh, people who have been in situations like this typically don't send, uh, tend to serve a suspension. And I'll, I'll also say this and, you know, without, without actually like forming an opinion yet I will say that the fact that day one there are conflicting reports that tells me that eventually something will probably happen well we like it feels like we're gonna hear the real story and be like oh so it's fine then I like, guess what it feels like to me I don't know that for sure I'm sure that could be wrong and maybe Aaron Donald just goes to jail or so I have no idea but the way that the, the reports are conflicting, I think everything is going to be fine. I'll be honest with you guys. I think that I think that this will all kind of just blow over. I don't know. I don't know if that makes me a jerk. I don't I don't I don't know. I feel like this is going to blow over though and and in some time, by the time the season starts, I don't think this is going to be something that we're having a conversation about. Next one here is from Paul. Speaking of Aaron Donald, who is the one player you'd want to avoid in a fight, not named Aaron Donald? So yeah, AD way up there for sure. Um, but I'm gonna go with Indama and Sue, man. Uh, Sue for sure because uh, that guy doesn't play. He doesn't play clean. All right, he's he's dirty. All right, <laughs> we already know that. We know like once you're on the ground, you're just gonna get stomped on. All right. And uh next year Cody again. All right, Joe, you survive one round in the cage with any Rams player not on special teams. Prize is $1 million. Who are you picking? Um I'm going to go I'm going to go John Wolford. <laughs> I'm not a fighter though, man. Look at me. Do I look like I I do this? Like I'm not I'm not out here like running cage matches or like I don't know. Is that a thing? Is that even the right I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happens. I don't I'm not a fighter. I don't know what the heck goes on there. Uh Cody, chances Russell Wilson paid somebody to fight Aaron Donald. Probably a hundred percent. Next one here from Cody. Does this put Donald at the top of the list for the next longest yard movie? No. I no. That's a No. He's gonna be fine. I, re- I, I do really believe that. And the reason that I believe that is conflicting reports. When you have one report that says that he was messing with Donald, he was talking trash to him, he took he took his bottle off his table and stuff like that. And then you have another one where he's accidentally bumped into him and then just got the crap beat out of him by Aaron Donald. Th- those are two very different situations. And for that reason, I think that we kind of, like, it's all going to be hearsay kind of thing. And for that reason, I think it, this goes away. I I don't know. Uh, out of all the Rams that left, who will, will who will we miss the most? Uh, probably Marshall Falk. I was kidding, man. <laughs> I tried to go back. <laughs> anyway, uh, for this the the exits this year, I think Austin Blythe is actually going to be a pretty big impact as far as an, an exiter of uh this year uh but john johnson's a big one as well i think that we'll feel that one a little bit but uh, hey i also like fuller and burgess back there at safety holding it down so uh the the center position it with Blythe leaving i think that that hurts hey i mean you didn't say negative impact uh well i used to say miss the most never mind i was gonna say Goff. that i was like well, we'll we'll notice a difference in the fact that Goff's not here anymore these next few come from Lance. I'm going to read this to you guys because somebody will think this is funny. Um so yeah. We'll start we'll just read off Lance's questions first. Y'all th- y'all think Aaron Donald threw less than 10 or more than 10 punches? What did Aaron or what did that dude do to piss off Aaron Donald? Will you personally investigate this incident? Will the sheriff put Donald on suspension? Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Thank you for that, Lance. Uh, I don't watch Dragon Ball Z, but I get the reference. Uh, so let's uh, let's knock these out. So y'all think Aaron Donald threw less than 10 or more than 10 punches? Less. That guy had one black eye. If he threw more than 10 punches, that guy would no longer be here to tell the story. What did that dude do to piss off Aaron Donald? I'm guessing he actually was talking trash. All right, People get into clubs. People start drinking. People start saying stupid things. I think that's what happened. But I wasn't there, so I actually don't know. Maybe Aaron Donald was the one in the club drinking, making, saying stupid things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, will you personally investigate this incident? No. It has very little to do with what happens on the football field, which is what I am the most concerned about, Lance. And uh, will a sheriff put a, put Donald on suspension? Absolutely not. In fact, if I still had my Aaron Donald jersey, I gave it away to a buddy, uh, if I still had I'd. Maybe be wearing that just to be just a little bit of a jerk. Let's see. Um, I asked for non-AD questions and was uh how it was. uh How will how well will Stafford mess mesh with the team? I think he's going to be perfect, dude. I think he's going to be perfect for this team. I really do think that. And then, uh, of course, uh, the follow up on my comment of non ad questions was uh Aaron Donald's favorite food. <laughs> I don't know man. Um queso. Uh Aaron Donald's favorite brand of cleats. Probably Nike. Probably. I don't next comment. We only want to talk about Aaron Donald. <laughs> Don't. I don't only want to talk about Aaron Donald. I love talking about Aaron Donald, but usually for cool things, not for this. Uh Dylan asks, what scares you so bad about damn Eagles? Mike My... <laughs> Dude. Come on, man. Nothing nothing scares me about the Eagles right now. They're not a scary team. The Eagles are they didn't do anything that makes me be like, oh man. <laughs> and you know what? Honestly roster wise they're fine i they're like their roster doesn't like i don't look at their roster and laugh or anything like that it's the coaching change very surprised at that not not losing peterson necessarily although that doesn't totally check out to me the guy they brought in very surprising very surprising it basically Without just bashing dude, because I actually don't know how he will do as a as a coach. None of us do. Uh, but that that hiring, to me, basically said to the world, like, all right, we're going to take a couple years off. And this is not, like, intended to just be, like, a joke or a shot or anything. But that's really how it felt to me, is that they were back. all right, we're going to take a couple years back. We're going to kind of reassess everything see what comes in in the draft, and then kind of build around that later on. Because they're not sold on Hurts. They already they got rid of Lentz. They're clearly not sold on Hertz. And we would know if they were sold on Hertz because they would have just come out by now and been like, no, Hertz is our guy. But they might take a quarterback in the first round. Maybe do high voice, Dylan. All right. And the last one here from Cole. What quarterback will San Francisco take so AD99 can legally assault him? <laughs> That's not very classy, Cole. All right, so uh, what what quarterback will they take, dude? I'm still not convinced that they will not go with um Trey Lance. I like that's my pick for them. That's been like my mock for them is like Jags take Lawrence, Jets take uh, Wilson, and then Niners take take uh trey lance that just makes sense to me but there's a lot of people very convinced that they go mac jones if they take mac jones i'm gonna just put this out here right now if they take mac jones i'm gonna lean in a little bit if they take mac jones they he will do good for like two and a half years and then we're gonna see him fall off that's just how that's gonna go that is who mac jones is and if he were to go to the jets he would fall off day one But if he goes to the 49ers, that's such a good situation for any of these quarterbacks that this year and next year probably look okay. After that, though, once you know Williams leaves, George Kittle's done, uh, you know the the league kind of understands Shanahan a little bit more in that offense. The defense may not be as good losing Sala, so I think that they're going to fall like Mac Jones. I if that's who they go with, because there are guys in this in this class that I think that 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 could extends that period of time uh, if they take trey lance i don't think he plays year one at all i think it's jimmy g all day and then for three or four maybe five six years excuse me uh that that i think that he, he would do fine but mac jones specifically i think that he's gonna do he's gonna start strong and he's gonna fall off hard if you it's like looking back on uh, andrew luck in rg3 where i for, you're looking at rookie year People are really seeing, like, nah, no, our 3 might be better than Andrew Luck. But we can now look back on that and be like, oh, <laughs> that's not true at all. So I think it'll be one of those situations where after this season, because I'm not into Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is going to do a bad job. He's He was never down in the in the second half in his entire Bama career. He's got straight up studs all over the place as far as his targets and who he's throwing the football to and projection for days. He was never under stress. So, I mean, yeah, put... Put Mac Jones there with Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd rushing him. Let's see how much time he's got. All right, and where his he's got one good receiver and George Kittle. I I just don't see it, guys. I, I I'm not I'm not. I'm not feeling it, but those comments are the kind of comments that, that get people to say stuff to me, and like one year from today, people are going to be like, you dude, you were wrong about Mac Jones, kid looks awesome, kid looks awesome, kid looks awesome, uh, you know, maybe maybe Wilson's not doing crap, Lawrence, maybe, maybe he only looks okay, but Mac Jones, man, he looks like the best quarterback for this draft, he might after this first year, because those other guys are playing for the Jags and the Jets, this guy's playing for the 49ers who have a good roster and a good coaching staff, so I don't know, I, I think that, uh, bring this up to me in five years, all right? Yeah, well let's let's talk about who's having a better career at that point that's gonna do it for our fan casos though if you guys uh have not or if you guys have not asked a question before feel free to drop them wherever you guys are hearing me if i do not get them that means i did not see them i do see my comments and all that stuff so make sure you guys drop them there uh, you can send messages uh at ram showcase on twitter i don't need to be following you for you to actually be able to send messages there Ram Showcase Facebook page is a good place You can add me as a friend My name is Joe Branham I'm, I'm very readily available I have no like, secrets I'm not trying to hide from anybody or anything uh, If you guys want to be my friend, be my friend That's cool um, But yeah, that's going to do it for me Drop your pesos And uh, uh, next uh, next episode I'll, I'll answer them on the show On the show And I don't know what I'll be wearing next week I never know until I'm like just putting it on Either way Uh, But that is going to do it for me. Make sure you guys follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That would be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. Try to make it as simple as I can for you guys because you guys are are the best and I need you guys there. And if you guys haven't already, make sure you guys subscribe, like the video, dislike the video, whatever you guys prefer. doesn't matter to me either way. Um, but yeah, that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Rams Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening. And you guys have a great night.